Hi, I'm Valerie, and it's Sunday, and it's time for Sundays with Mom, a program where my mom and I sit and talk about the Word of God. Thank you so much for joining us. Now sit back with your favorite hot beverage, and we hope you leave encouraged. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one of Sundays with Mom. I'm Valerie, and as always, Mom is here. Say hi, Mom. Hi. First, I want to start off with a word of prayer. Thank you, dear Lord, for this day that you have given to us. I pray that you um, illuminate us in your word, that you help us to receive whatever you want us to receive, Father. And we thank you for it. We pray that you bless those listening to this podcast today and give them the desires of their heart and give them whatever they need to hear today, Lord. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. First off, I want to thank everyone who started following us on Instagram. That really means a lot to us. If you haven't yet followed us, please do at Sundays underscore with underscore mom and for anybody who listened to our first podcast and got all the way through it I thank you no seriously I thank you I promise from now on it will be better so mom what did you think of our little intro music I think I like it (laughs) well good I'm glad you did well speaking of promises mom today we will be discussing the promises of God. Now, mom and I both did our research. Mom had a lot of lessons to go through, and I did my own studying on the subject as well. And in my research, I found an awesome website called outupontheWaters.com. And no, this isn't an ad. I just think it's an awesome website. The author, Rebecca Vendetti, has discovered that there are 162 promises of God. Did you know that there were that many, Mom, in the Bible? No, I didn't. I mean, that was a huge discovery for me. Today, we're not going to go over those 162. We're only going to focus on four of those promises. Peace, joy, and love, which are all in one. Also, all in one is help and guidance and then it's healing and provision please i encourage you to check out her website it's full of bible studies things for kids and youth a resource library and wonderful activities for your family for easter and lent that's outupontheWaters.com. so I hope you got your pen and paper ready. Do you got your pen and paper ready, Mom, to take notes? Yes, I do. Good. Because we're going to talk about the promises of God today. Let's look at that word promise in the dictionary. The noun definition is a declaration or assurance that one will do a particular thing or that a particular thing will happen. The verb definition is assure someone that one will definitely do, give, 
or arrange something, undertake, or declare that something will happen. So, if someone makes you a promise, will you expect that particular promise or thing will happen? That person is assuring someone else that it will definitely happen. The first thing that comes to mind, I don't know about you, mom, the first thing that comes to my mind when I hear this is marriage vows or promises. When the officiant says, do you promise to love and cherish this person? And we say, I do. But then when one of those promises are broken, what are we? We're heartbroken, confused, and many times very angry because said promises have not been kept. Valerie. Yeah. How many times did me when you were a child, and it was just a word that I would use, I promise mm. we'll go to the park next week. Mm-hmm. I promise I'll get that toy you wanted. And did I keep all my promises? Yes. Well, you tried to. I tried, right? Mm-hmm. That's, as a human being. Right. Right. So, you know, God, Mom, he takes any promise he gives us, and he takes it seriously. You know, like you said, people are people, and as humans, we all make mistakes. Right. And sometimes it's hard to keep a promise. But the New American Standard Bible says in Numbers twenty three nineteen, God is not a man that he would lie, nor the son of man that he would change his mind. Has he said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not make it good? The message version of that same scripture says what, Mom? God is not a man one given to lies and not a son of man changing his mind does he speak and not do what he says does he promise and not come through so God keeps his promises because he's not like us he is going to do what he said he was going to do amen that's so good so let's look at our first promise It's actually three in one. Peace, joy, and love. Peace defined in the dictionary is freedom from disturbance, tranquility. Do you need freedom from disturbance and tranquility in your life today? I'm sure the answer to that is a resounding yes. Of course, we all do. When we see the word peace, we often think of a dove with an olive branch or maybe like some people in the 60s would raise two fingers and be like hey peace man is that what you used to do mom in the 60s oh, of course. <laughs> it was a thing to do in fact it was fun yeah you know. yeah i'm sure so <clears throat> well you know i think back then they were looking for some kind of peace they were looking for tranquility maybe from the war or i'm not sure but bible peace is different in that it has to do with the peace that only can come from God and it's internal. That means it works 
from the inside out. In John 14, 27, when Jesus was talking to his disciples and telling them when he was leaving this earth, he will leave the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, and tells them in the verse. You want to read the verse, Mom? Peace I leave you. My peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, nor fearful. You know, Mom, that reminds me of a security system in a house. You know, I think about somebody who's probably in, let's say they're in their house alone, and they've bought the best security system that money can buy, and they feel protected inside their house, you know, outside their house. They go to bed feeling peaceful. They wake up feeling peaceful. They can, they feel when they leave their home that their home is going to be protected, Mm -hmm. right? And so let's say one night they hear something outside. Sure, they'll probably get scared and go like, what's that noise? But they know, oh, wait a minute. You know what? The security system is going to turn on. Something is going to, you know, light's going to turn on. There's going to be a sound or something to be able to... um, you know, scare whoever's out there. And this is, I feel like God in some way is a security company. There is another scripture in Philippians 4, 6, and 7 that says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and pleading with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. In verse 7 says, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Now let's look at that last portion of the scripture again. It says, it says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds. And isn't that where a lot of our anxiety lies? I mean, I know I've dealt with anxiety in the past and still I do today sometimes, And, you know, because I'm not perfect and believe me, far from it. But for me, you know, it starts in the mind because I tend to be an overthinker. And sometimes, you know, it makes its way to my heart. Now, not physical. Now, I know some people it does, but here I'm talking metaphorically. And, you know, it can make you feel down and feel very anxious. But you know what? I have to pull this scripture out of my pocket and sit down and just breathe and focus. And I have to remember that whatever it is that I am anxious about, he's got it under control. If you are inside this house, whatever the house may represent to you, and whatever it is on the outside making you feel anxious, you have to remember that the security company God's security company is taking care of you and will not allow anything to harm you. Isn't that good? You know, and what the best part of that, well, the verb where it says surpasses all understanding. That means that we cannot even understand the kind of peace that God gives us. Something that we 
you know, normal people would say, well, you shouldn't be worried about this. And, and look at you. You're even doing all these things. I mean, aren't you worried? Mm-hmm. Aren't you stressed? Right. And people can't understand. And maybe you can't even understand it yourself. Right. You know, because later on, you might say to yourself, "We should be hysterical about something." Right. Or, yeah. And and you're like, no, I I know. But I think God. we even get confused in ourselves sometimes that we we go, "Well, gosh, I should be anxious about this. I should be worried about this." But inside of us, internally, we go, right. "I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm really peaceful about this." Right. Because we have that security system. Yeah, we have that security system working inside of us, which is which is God, actually, right. the Holy Spirit that comes and gives us that peace. Yeah, isn't that wonderful? That's awesome. And, and I just I love that surpasses all understanding. Yeah, that means it just takes over. It takes over. It takes right. over. So. The next two promises mom is going to talk about is joy and love. Mom, take it away. Yes. You know, maybe I should talk about love first or joy. They all work together. Right. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Where is that scripture? The joy of the Lord is my strength. I think it's in, um, I think it's in Nehemiah. Right, it is. It's actually Nehemiah 8.10. That's right. It is. Jeremiah 8.10. It says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord, it's my strength. And sometimes when we think about the word joy, we might be thinking of happiness. Happiness, right? But we have to remember that something makes you happy. Okay. I mean, I bought a new car. Boy, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had they. I had a wonderful birthday party, and what did I say? Had right? Had it's it's the car is gonna get old, and I just finished saying had. Things of this world uh, tend to go away. The happiness of the of of that moment is gone. It's it's fleeting. But the joy of the Lord is always in me. Right. No matter what happens on the outside, on the inside, I am joyful. And I'm not saying that, oh, ha-ha, you know, uh, this bad thing happened, and how can I be happy, you know, joyful about it? Right, right. We're human. We're going to experience things, yeah. And it's okay to be hurt. Mm -hmm. It's okay to... To uh, sometimes even be a little depressed, you know, maybe it's it's okay. But then again, it says the joy of the Lord is my strength. And it's like God knew that because if you look at it, a person that's depressed, a person that that's the opposite of joy, they they don't feel good. They don't have strength in their body. They feel down. They feel sometimes, you know, I used to be depressed when I was a teenager and I didn't want to take a shower. I didn't want to, you know, eat and things like that. And yeah, you know, you just have zero strength in your body. And, but once the joy of the Lord takes over, it, it gives you strength. You want to do things. <laughs> and it refers 
back to to Jesus Christ, our Savior. It it goes back to that um, attitude. What kind of attitude do we have? Mm. No matter what happens, I can still have joy on the inside. I can relate back to the Word of God, which reminds me He is with me. He says, He is with me. Joshua 1, 9 says, I'll read it. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord, your God, will be with you wherever you go. Wherever I go, whatever I do. And it's so meaningful. It says, God is with me. And if God is with me, he means all these things to me. That means he's not just by my side. He is in me. Mm. And that's that's a promise that he has just given me, that he is with me. So if he's with me, I got everything that I need. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So what about love, Mom? Oh, God, love. John 3.16. Famous scripture. Yes. For, For God. God. Yes. Go ahead, go ahead. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believes in him will not perish right but have life eternal but have life eternal for god so loved the world did it say for god so only loved valeriana no he says for god so loved everyone a kind of love that we do not even deserve we can't comprehend either. And you know what? We use that word so loosely sometimes. Yeah, we take advantage of oh, it. No. I love ice cream. I love pizza. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, I love those blue shoes. I love, oh gosh, I love. Right. right. But that's not the kind of love. That's really not love. God's love defends me. Ooh, that's good. Yes. I love that. You love you love that? I love that. <laughs> well, God love defends me. He's on my side. Right. He says he will never leave me. God's love defends me. God's love is all about me. What do I want? What do I need? Sometimes I can't understand God's love. Sometimes I feel unloved. Why? If I know that he gave everything up just for me. Yeah, that's good. And I can't even understand that. When that doubt comes in me, when the problems come, I have to go back. I have to go back to the word and remind myself. Again, like me, I took that verse out of my pocket and have to sit down, breathe, relax, and think about God's promises. You know, if you're out there and you go, I don't feel loved, take a look around you. Mm. Take a look at what you have. It has to be that God loves you. I don't know. I I mean, I I could say that, you know, here in Texas, we went through this this cold storm, right? And the little things, just the little things God showed me that he loved me yeah and that he cares yeah mom lost power at her place and um 
Or you tell the story. Right. I mean, it was just for a few days. I was cold. But that first day, yeah. That yeah, first day. right. And even though, you know, uh, I wanted to stick it out. I wanted to be there. I couldn't. It was freezing. It was cold in there. And I told my husband, go find something warm. I want a warm meal. I want some hot coffee. Oh, my gosh. Here I am. And I even, I said, Lord, please give me some hot coffee. And I reminded him, I said, you're so silly. But you know what? A couple of seconds later, someone knocked on the door. Actually, it was a friend of mine. Yes. It was a friend of mine who called me, Denise. She says, what, and she lives in the same complex as my mom. She says, would your mom like a cup of coffee? <laughs> and I said, you know what? I said, that would be nice of you, girl. I said, thank you so much. And I remember calling mom. Right. And I said, hey, guess what? I said, you know, because Denise, has, I've known Denise for years. She's like a sister to me. She calls my mom, mom. And she goes, I said, hey, guess what? I said, Denise is going to go try to find coffee. Do you want a cup of coffee? Mom started crying. What did you tell me? <laughs> yes. And when she knocked on the door, she goes, coffee's here. <laughs> and I just, I just started crying and really just fussing at myself because I thought, oh, my God, God, you love me. Mm. It's just little things, very small Well, I mean, small it's, it's like we can, we can associate that with, like, you know, parents and children, you know. You want to give your child the best because you love them. Right. You want to give them what they want because they've been good or what have you. It's it's a because he's our father and he wants to take care of us and he wants to, you know, like we want to spoil our kids sometimes, right? Right. And, and that, he yeah. gives us the desires of our heart. That's right. And he's so good. And and, and look around you, maybe. Hey, maybe you don't have. Maybe you do. Saying thank you is one of the ways to, that, you know, go, go back. What can we say? What can we give him with all that love that he gives us? We can only say thank you. Yeah. That's and all. The love yeah. of God is, is it's, it's so good. You know, we don't understand it. There's a song that used to say, um, it's your stubborn love that never lets go of me. Right. I don't understand how is that I think it's by Kathy Tricoli how you can stay perfect love embracing the worst in me and right. because we don't understand it because yeah. people make mistakes in our lives right yeah. and yeah. we can go you know well you hurt me and and I can't forgive you and we turn our backs but you know what God loves us so much that he goes, you know what? I understand you. I still love you. You right. can do the worst thing and think, I have talked to so many people who go, you know, oh, I can't go in back into the church because, you know, the church might fall down on me, you know, or, you know, they feel guilty for whatever they did or what. Right. But you know what? God doesn't even see that anymore. No. He doesn't see any of that. That's no. why mm -hmm. Jesus came. Yes. That's why it said, for God so loved the world. Well, guess what? You're part of that world. Right. That he gave you his son to make the ultimate sacrifice of love up upon that cross. Right. And he said, I love you so much. I'm willing to do this for you. And by his stripes and by his blood, we are forgiven. 
And because of that, we can go to him. We can go to his throne of grace and we can say, God, here I am because Mm -hmm. of that love. I mean, we wouldn't, if our child, think about it, if our child did something and they probably might feel embarrassed or whatever, you know, oh gosh, you know, mom and dad are going to be upset at me or whatever. But you know, what's going to surprise them if we go, you know what, son, daughter, it's okay. I still love you. Right. You know, I have to touch on this because it's something that's in my heart. I think a lot about like the LGBTQ community. They are so afraid of telling their parents that they are gay. And and it hurts my heart because a lot of these people don't have love and they need love, especially from parents. And their parents turn their backs on them. And I don't mean to be controversial here. It's something that's been on my heart for a long time. But God loves them so much. That's right. God loves them so, so much. They're part of the world. They're part of that world. That's mm-hmm. right. They're part of that world. And and I and God loves them however they are. And it's something God didn't say. I love you, you, you. Uh, not you, not but you, you, you. He yeah. didn't skip over anybody no. or anything. He loves no. us. Let's move on to the next thing. Right. The next one is, um, it's two in one, actually. It's help and guidance. Amen. Have you ever heard the saying, where God guides, he provides? Amen. <coughs> Excuse me. God's guidance in our daily walk is instrumental. It's a necessity. Guidance to us today is like a GPS giving us directions to a new restaurant. In a way, God is like our GPS in life. In Psalms 32, 8, it says, The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. You know, that's like a GPS. Some right. GPS apps take you to your destination the easiest and fastest route possible. But there are times when we have to take the long way around and it turns out that it's the best way. Because sometimes the roads that seem easy and faster to our destination are not always the best because there may be roadblocks and danger ahead. You know, some of these apps can tell you if there's debris on the highway or a pothole so you can try to avoid it. Right. And God is the same way. He knows what's ahead of us. He knows if there is debris or danger ahead and he leads us down the right path for our life. But mom, here's the kicker of that. Okay. Right. We have to listen (laughs) to the GPS because we can 
you know, it doesn't work if we doesn't if we don't listen to the GPS or we don't obey. It. Yeah. Well, not really obey, but it's just to listen to because we have to put in the address. Right. right. And if we're not going to listen yeah. and we're going to do things our own way. Yeah, turn right. Yeah. And and but I turn left. And guess what? If we do things our own way and not listen to the GPS, what's going to happen? We're going to get lost. And, and we put it on for a reason. Well, of course. Yeah. But if we're not, but we're we're not listening to it and we want to do things our own way. Oh no, I know. I don't need that. You know, and we go our own way. Then why have it on? Right. Mm -hmm. And you're doing your own will. Yeah, you're exactly. And we do our own thing and we don't listen to the guidance. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's what happens. We put this in, you know, Isaiah 30, 21 says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is a way to walk in it. Did you hear that, mom? That was awesome. That was awesome because God is actually in this verse, you know, whatever way you go, just like a GPS, right, left, straight, you still got to listen to that voice that says, turn left on this street, turn right on this street. Yeah. And we have to listen to that voice. Right. So, that, Mom, I want you to explain real quick um, how, because I think you've taught this to your kids, how to listen to the voice of God. So how can we listen or how do we know the voice of God or listen to the voice of God? You know, I said the word obedience, but sometimes we, we take the word obedience and we get like, oh, God, I'm not going to obey, you know, who, who's <laughs> yeah. that? But I don't mean that i mean um when you're in prayer and you're a constant prayer well you're gonna hear from god and i don't mean like in okay you like know an aud- like an audible voice no of course like not. a booming voice coming down from heaven no <laughs> you're gonna feel something as is i know i have to do this many times in prayer i've i have i have felt have felt to pray for people pray for that person the next thing i know is that that person was going through some kind of difficulty right right so hearing the voice of god could be a relationship with him in prayer simply obeying him doing doing what's right so it's not like I said, like an audible voice. No. It's something internal. I think the yeah. Bible describes it best. It says it's a still, small voice. Right. It's going to tell us, you know, don't go over there. You know, um, be aware. Um, do this over here. Um, take that person a plate of food. Right. You know, and it's that little internal voice. And it could be that it's that God voice that we hear. Right. You know, inside of us, it's the Holy Spirit that right. tells us, you know. How many times uh, going, when I used to go to work every day, um, when I used to work, <laughs> how many times did I just have that feeling, don't take take this route. Right. Don't, don't take this route. Or for some reason, I was late. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be late. Mm. And not knowing that there, had, there, there was an accident right where I was going to go through, right where I was going to pass. It's the same thing, the guidance system, the, the GPS, some, some of the apps, 
it tell us, you know, danger, there's a pothole ahead, and it tells you way in advance so you can be aware. Or it tells you way in advance when there is traffic ahead so and it takes you another route right so you won't and how many times I know this has happened to me you know I'm going somewhere me and my husband are going somewhere and we're taking a route but then all of a sudden we get turned around and and we and then we get to the place late but then we find out like you said there was an accident like oh my god that you know we could have been involved in that accident or whatever right you know that's God guiding us too you know and, and lots and lots of times if we have to make a, des- a decision in life yeah. whether to do this or whether to do that we have to remember to go to prayer and you know uh, we say well have you prayed about it already yeah. but when we do go to prayer you get that security feeling you you say well no I feel peace about this right oh yeah. there we're going back to peace again yeah right mm-hmm. um i i have put this in the hands of the lord and and i feel peace right right and, um or we're praying for someone to get better and instead of you know yeah no i i i, I understand um but yeah the thing is is that god guides us in our everyday life I wanted to take one more. We still got a little time left. Um, I wanted to go into the other one and to help. Um, God helps us right. in our daily lives. Mm-hmm. In When Jesus was talking about in the scripture that I was saying before, when Jesus was talking to his disciples, um, and I said, you know, he was going to leave the Holy Spirit when he left. They call him the comforter, right. but they also call him a helper. The helper. And we go, well, what is he helping? How does he help us? Right. But the Holy Spirit helps us in our daily life. Again, the whole guidance. That's why guidance goes together with this. It's it's two in one, guidance and help, help Mm -hmm. and guidance. Mm -hmm. It goes hand in hand because where he guides, he provides. He's guiding us, and so he's helping us. Right. And you want to say something on that, Mom? Well, it's the promises of God. We go back to he has promised. Right. We need to believe. Do you believe? Do you believe? Do you trust him? Right. I mean, there's so many stories in the Bible where um, God guided. Yeah. Can I mention just one? Of sure. Them? Oh, my God, please. I mean, Abraham. Yeah. God told him to leave. Mm. Did he know where he was exactly going? No. No, he didn't. No. But he trusted God's guidance. God's guidance. And it's just And God helped him right. along the way. Right. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. And it, 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 it's trust. Right. And, uh, so it's it's that trusting. He trusted God. Because think about it, that's a huge step that he made. That's huge. He just said, go. Who <laughs> who in their right mind would just pack up everything, sell everything, and just go? Right. Without any, without knowing where they were going. Right. And like for the kids, I, I, I ask them, well, can you imagine? And it's not like these days, you know, they didn't have a, 
a U-Haul truck, or, <laughs> yeah, you right. know, they really had to take everything with them, and right. it was it was, it was long, and but God provided also. But you know what? It goes along with that is you know the word help when we help others. Mm-hmm. You know we're you know because God does command us to help others as well. He helps us. And we can help others. Right. It's like that um, verse. That's okay. But, it, you know, Jesus said, um, when you've done it to these, you've done it for me. The least right? of these. Yeah. The least of these. Mm-hmm. He says, you visited me in jail. You fed me. Uh, it, it's helping. Right. And when you did this, you did it for me. You help somebody. Right. You help that person out you you uh lended a helping hand yeah you lended a helping hand it's 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 like these days you know uh, there's so many people so many good people you know mom in psalm 46 1 right it says god is our refuge and strength Mm -hmm. a very ready help in times of trouble Amen. Yeah. Or in other words, someone says in our needs. Time of need. Yeah. Yes. It literally, uh, let me see, because I have the, yeah. So it's God is our refuge. That's the New American Standard. Let me see what the message is because I love the message. God is a safe place to hide, ready to help when we need him. Oh, that's so good. Right. He's our hiding place, yes. our He's refuge. Right. He's ready to help us Amen. in time of needs or Amen. in time of trouble. Amen. But that goes along with, like I said, with guidance. It goes hand in hand. So we're going to go ahead and, and I think we're going to wrap this up for today. I think we're going to need a part two because we still haven't got to two more. <laughs> right. But today was so good, Mom. Um, I really pray that this bless somebody today i hope that i hope and pray that whatever it is that you need that god is ministers to you and speaks to you yes and that he will be your ever-present help in time of need and you go to him and ask him whatever you need he gives you peace he gives you joy he gives you love he gives you help and he gives you guidance so next week we are going to be talking on healing and provision. So those two are very important. Right. And so um well I, I just want everyone yeah, to go ahead. who's who's out there, right? Just to, to be encouraged today. Yes. That's one of the purpose that we, we said we wanted to to be here. Be encouraged. Be encouraged in the Lord. Uh, if you have a Bible, start reading. Start reading from John. I, if you don't, find goodbye. one. Yeah, <laughs> find one. There's there's great resources out there. Go to the resource that I mentioned earlier, outuponthewaters.com. They have great resources she has great resources on there, things that she, she even has books that you can purchase from Amazon. 
uh, that are really great. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I mean, this is for everybody. It's not just for one person. It's for everybody. God loved us so much, and that's why he sent Jesus Christ oh. to die on the cross for us, to love us, to guide us, to help us, to give us peace, to give us joy, whatever we need. So go ahead, Mom. So today, again, I say rejoice. That's right. <laughs> rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Amen. Amen. So we're going to end in prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this time in your word. I pray that it touched somebody out there. Yes. And we thank you for it. Thank Thank you you so much for listening. And we hope to see you back again next week. This is Sundays with Mom.